What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out of shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Boss Life with Bonds. I am your host, Coach Bonnie, and all things that I talk about are going to be ways that you can step it up and that you can level it up no matter what you're trying to do, whether it's your fitness, whether it's your your mindset, your family, your your just your life. That That's essentially what I do as a life coach is I help people step it up in their lives in all areas. And so most of the time, the, the things that I talk about are always going to be towards my my weight loss clients and then towards my life coaching clients and then also to the online fitness coaches and other business entrepreneurs, other female entrepreneurs that I'm helping coach. So um, hot water and lemon first. <laughs> so um, today I just wanted to expand on the most recent post that I posted this morning. It says stepping into the badass version of yourself isn't easy. And I want to preface it with this one thing that probably is one of the biggest like stumbling stones. And I think I mentioned this in the last podcast episode is that you begin the mission with those phrases. Oh, easier said than done, or they make it look easy. And it's like, you're already putting yourself at odds. Like you're already setting yourself up. Like this is something that you're not able to do. And whether you believe it or not, like you all are all masters at manifestation, right? Like you all create your reality. Your reality is a, is a reflection of your mentality. Your mentality creates your reality. So if you start off with a task and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. This is so hard. Ask one, ask any of my clients, one of my homegirls that I'm working with right now. And I hope she's still watching. Like for the first couple of weeks, she just kept saying how hard something was, how hard something was. And guess what? It was hard. And I have a lot of clients that do that. Oh, Bonnie, it's hard. You don't understand. You don't understand. We're not even going to go down that road again because I've already talked about how no, no one is going to understand exactly what you're going through. But by isolating yourself and deciding that no one could ever relate to you because your situation is so different, that is your ego talking. And I know that you may think that your ego is just being conceited, but your ego is also making yourself this small, like I can't do it and, and, and you don't understand because now the attention is focused back on you and poor you. And so that mindset of, oh, this is so hard. This is so hard. It's something I can never do. It's easy for her. It's easier for them. Easier said than done. I hate that phrase. Obviously, things are easier said than done. It's a lot easier to change a tire or say, go change a tire than it is to actually change one. But that doesn't mean that it can't be done. So let's stop setting ourselves up for failure before we even begin by talking about how hard something is. How about instead we come from an empowered mindset and we're like, it's hard, but I, I know I can do it if I if I stick with it. So that that's my number one. I don't even know if I'm doing tips today. I'm just like shooting off the dome about um, ways that you need that they're going to help you step into that inner badass that you all have, that all of you have. I don't care if you were never a single mom. I don't care if your life has been easy. You have a badass within you that you need to unleash. And until you do unleash it, you're going to be living a life that feels less than. You're going to be living a life where you don't feel fulfilled no matter what you do, no matter how many likes you get, no matter how much money you get, no matter how many promotions you get. You're going to feel like there is a piece of you missing because there is an inner badass version of you that has not been unleashed, that she has been silenced. Matter of fact... 
Some of you guys may have gotten a random message from me this morning and I was doing affirmations with you. Why? Because I want to help you unleash your inner badass. I don't care if you're my client or not. I want to help empower as many women as possible. That's my purpose. That's what I'm going to do. So um, some of the reasons why it's so hard, things that I've noticed, um, male or female, but I'm usually always talking to my ladies, why it's so hard for you to step into this next version of yourself is one, you can't see it. Like you can't even fathom it. And this is, I'm talking directly to my clients that refuse to take before and after pictures. And the reason why you refuse to take before and after pictures, first of all, you're giving me a fucking headache. Second of all, you're not helping yourself because you're not, what do I say, guys? You can't fix what you won't face. And so the fact that you can't even face where you are now is the reason why it's hard for you to even twist your brain around the fact that you could get somewhere better than where you are now. You can't even face where you are right now. So how the heck are you going to visualize anything better? Because what you do, you have your blinders on and you're only seeing what you want to see. And if it's painful, you don't look at it. If it makes you uncomfortable, you don't, you don't step into it. If it's out of your comfort zone, then it's not in your zone, right? And so, so many people, including myself, have a hard time seeing themselves as that future badass version of themselves because they just, they can't even fathom it. And that's why I'm so heavy on the vision boards. That's why I'm so heavy about surrounding yourself around positive people and not just positive people, but around people who are doing the things that you want to do and making it look easy. The people that you look and you're like, oh, wow, she could do it. I can do it too. And so if there's anything that I could, if all of my rambling, if you could take away from it is if you see someone else doing the thing that you want to do, that means that it can be done. Once upon a time, they didn't think that man could run a mile in four minutes. And once that dude did, everyone else started hitting a four minute mile. So please stop with the bullshit that you just can't do it. It's too hard. You don't have enough time. Um, nobody in your family did it. Um, you've never seen it done before. Okay, cool. There are plenty of people that have done whatever it is that you're trying to do. And maybe it's not the exact same thing, but there are plenty of people who have been successful with odds stacked against them. So you got to get that bullshit ass mindset out that it's easier said than done. Because once you let go of that, then you'll be able to start to entertain. Maybe you can't see future you, but at least you can entertain the fact that she or he exists. And once you can just start, all your imagination needs is just a little glimpse. I think Steve Harvey, he may have quoted someone. I think he quoted Albert Einstein. I don't know. I listen to Success Motivation every morning. These, these speakers are starting to run together. But they said the imagination is a preview of what's to come. And so um, when, when you can't imagine how great you're going to be, when you can't imagine you fit and in shape and enjoying workouts, and you can't imagine you going a weekend without drinking The fact that you can't even imagine that, that's a picture of what's to come. And so for any of my clients watching this and past, present, current, future, like if you don't get serious about looking at where you're at right now, taking before and after pictures, doing a life inventory, really figuring out what the issue is, it's going to be extremely hard for you to step up to the next level when you can't even get a good bird's eye view of where you're at now. So that's number one, one of the reasons why it's so hard. You can't even visualize yourself being successful. Number two is that we all have years and years and years. And if you're watching this, probably at least two or three decades worth of negative programming. Okay. You've had years of whatever people have told you, whether it was the guy that told you you weren't good enough for him, whether it was the girls that told you that you weren't cool enough to sit with him, whether it was your mom who said that you're fatter than the rest of your family members, whether it was your friend that told you, I used to hear this a lot. This one girl told me I had a white girl body, which I'm like, white girls now got ass. So what are you saying? But like, (laughs) 
She like people just making me feel some type of way about my own body. People used to tell me I talk like a white girl. People used to tell me I like all of these things and all this negative programming will make you start to second guess yourself. Oh, well, dang, I never noticed that. And, 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 and so this, these negative views of yourself that weren't even there, you thought you were fine. You were a little kid thinking life is great. And then next thing you know, people are pointing out your every flaw. And because no one taught you how to dismiss those people's opinions, you have now made them your own opinion of yourself. And it's not true because deep down inside, you know, you're fucking awesome. Deep down inside, you know, you're beautiful. Deep down inside, you know that you have a talent that not a lot of people can do, but because you let other people form an opinion of you and you didn't freaking yeet that shit immediately. Now it is become program. You played it over and over again in your mind. So now it is on repeat and now that is your programming. So that's one of the reasons why it's so hard to step into your, your inner badasses because you've got all this negative programming that I'm willing to bet did not come from you. Number three would be self-doubt. And I would say self-doubt is the biggest like hindrance with everyone that I've worked with, whether they're an online fitness coach, whether they're a stay-at-home mom, whether they're a CEO, like the doubt in yourself that you can do more. You, you just, you, you don't, you don't believe in yourself enough. And it's like you, the fake it till you make it. I used to hate that phrase, but seriously, like you have to go into things with the idea that I'm going to be successful. And if I'm not successful the first time, then I will try again. And if I'm not successful the next time, then I'll try again. And if I'm not successful, like if at first you don't succeed, guys, try the fuck again. Okay. The only reason why people fail is because they quit. You cannot fail at something until you throw your hands in the air and decide that you're not doing it anymore. That's what failure is. But trying something once and not succeeding, that's not failure, guys. That's called um, living life, okay? First day on the job, do you ace everything? Probably not. Did you fail at work or are you still learning? Right. You're still learning. So if you could stop treating your fitness journey, if you could stop treating your entrepreneurial journey, if you could stop treating all these new things in life that you're trying to create, like it's pass or fail. This isn't fucking high school. This isn't college. This isn't a pass or fail. What's happening is you're learning. One of my favorite books is by John Maxwell, and I read it over and over again. And I just open it up for wisdom because he's he's so freaking amazing. And it says, some, or the title of the book is Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn. And if I could implant anything in anyone, it would be that, that you're not losing at life, you're learning. But you have taken this mentality that if I'm not perfect on the first go round, then I failed. That's not true. That's not how that works. There's one, there's times when I'm on coaching calls with clients and I just wish I could shake them because I'm like, what are you afraid? Or even consultation calls, people that aren't even working with me yet. And I'm like, what would be your biggest hindrance? What's holding you back? I'm afraid of failing. And I'm like, failing at what? How do you fail? You fail when you decide to quit. That's the only way you fail. If you started trying to lose weight and you gave yourself 12 weeks and you didn't lose weight, but you did everything you were supposed to, that's the key, guys, that you did everything or at least 80% of the stuff. You logged your food, you drank your water, you got your steps in, you did your cardio, you did your workout. You did everything that you were supposed to do. You didn't fail. You learned, oh, hey, my body is way more conditioned than these workouts and it was not challenging enough. Next 12 weeks, we step up our workout. Next 12 weeks, we, we adjust our calories. Next 12 weeks, we're gonna up our water intake. It's not a fucking failure. It's, it's, it's a learning lesson, guys. Stop treating your life as, as a freaking test. I mean, 
unless you're like taking notes from the answers you got wrong, but stop treating it as if I don't do perfect the first time that I failed, because that is just reinforcing that self-doubt. No wonder people are afraid to start things new. And I want to take it a step further. Like I want to challenge you. Why are you so afraid of failure? What will happen to you if you fail? Will you die? Will, will, will the freaking death angel just come and, and put his little pitchfork through your, your chest and then you just die? Will your kids get taken away from you if you don't lose weight in time? Will everyone hate you if you start a business and you don't become a millionaire in one year? Really break down these freaking negative thoughts that you have and get real with yourself. That is one of the biggest things that has helped me is when I would have a fear about something, I'm like, why are you afraid of it, Bonnie? Oh, because I'm afraid it won't work. Well, if it doesn't work, you can try it again. Yeah, I guess so. Bonnie, why are you afraid to, to go online live? Because I'm afraid people will laugh at me. Who fucking cares? Are they, who's laughing at you? What is this, elementary school? They're sitting in their camera. <laughs> no one's doing that. You sound crazy, Bonnie. And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> Bonnie, go ahead and, and, and start the business and post on Instagram. My, my inner critic or my inner sad bitch would be like, well, well, there's other coaches that have been doing it longer. And there's other women that have flatter stomachs than me. And, and oh, fucking well, Bonnie. Oh, well. Get into the habit of talking yourself out of the negative thoughts that you have instead of just letting them come in and freaking ruminate and grow. Check them shits at the door and ask the real questions, the why, the why, the why, until you get to a reason where you realize the reason is not really a reason at all. So that's self-doubt. Comparison, which I just mentioned about comparing myself to other people. And you guys have to realize, like, you are you. You are you. There's no other you. Like you have a purpose, you have a voice, you have experiences, you have knowledge, you have insight, you have a perspective that nobody else has. The perspective that I have is from a young black single mom, from someone that has had to do all kinds of crazy, like overcoming obstacles and blah, 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 blah. But that also makes me very cold and callous to other people's point of view sometimes because I'm, but then, but then, but then, then, then I get to go into Toastmasters every Friday and I'm surrounded by veterans, by men who have seen their best friends explode beside them, by people who have lived through horrors that I've never could imagine. And then I'm reminded that I'm not the only one that has had a hard life and to stop looking at these successful people and deciding they don't know how hard life is because they haven't gone through what I've been through, but I also haven't been through what they've been through. You've got to stop comparing yourself to people because no two people's lives experiences are the same. You can't be like, oh, well, I'm such a bad, um, I suck at this because Bonnie's doing all these things and I can't do this. I, I think I think I was explaining to my kids the other day. I'm like, mommy's so proficient at things because mommy became a mommy young. Mommy's so proficient at things because her mom was disabled and that was the only parent in the house. And I had to learn how to cook on my own. I had to learn these things. So my 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 financial consultant or advisor, David, what, him and I would go back and forth. David Plaza's. Dang it, I need to remember his freaking Instagram so you guys can follow him. I actually just signed up with him and I'm taking his financial um, course to learn how to invest. David's. Oh, David underscore Plaza's. P L A Z A S. Um, David, when this time last year, when we would be talking 
about our business, he'd be like, Bonnie, how's your business going? This is that. And I'd be so embarrassed to tell him that I wasn't where he was at yet because he's like a master at sales. And I'm really good at like not pressure. I never want to pressure people into working with me. Like I want the people that want to work with me to want to work with me. I don't want to have to convince you that I'm good enough. That's why I get on these lives. So you can know exactly what kind of woman you're dealing with. But David would always be doing so good. And I'd remember I'd break down crying in front of him a lot. Like I'm not anywhere near where you are and you're younger than me and everyone hates me and I'm never gonna be good and he'd be like Bonnie my parents were immigrants so when they came to this country they had to be entrepreneurs and they didn't speak English so because they didn't speak English me I little boy had to do the the sales transactions for them so I've been doing sales since I was a kid that's why I'm so good at it and when he said that, it was like a light bulb went off on my head. I'm like, everything that I do naturally well or that goes well for me, it's not that I'm better than anyone or that anyone's better than me. They just have had more practice at it than I have. So guys, when you're busy trying to compare yourself to someone else, oh, that that Instagram model has a perfect body and I don't. She's probably really been an athlete since she was in high school, probably been playing volleyball for, you know, since she was a kid. And you're a mom who just started your online workouts from home with bands and a 10-pound dumbbell. You cannot expect to look like her overnight when she's been doing this for her whole life. Stop comparing yourself. The next reason why we struggle with stepping into our inner badass and, and showing up as our full self is insecurities and that kind of encompassed all of that. Like you're just, you're worried about your flaws. And one of the coolest things about your flaws is that they're also your superpower. So my flaw, where do I start? One of my flaws is being really tough on people. Um, but that's also what people need. One of my other flaws is I don't have a filter and I do have a filter. You'd be surprised there. I know when to not have my filter, right? Another one. No, I want to use this one. Let's use the compassionate one thing. Um, I, I feel a lot of people's pains. I guess you call that an empath. I'm not freaking sure, but I cry easily. I get attached very easily. And I just, I, I tend to take on other people's burdens. I've gotten better over the years at that, but I used to get so mad at myself for being soft. I used to get so mad at myself for being, isn't that crazy? I just said, I'm really tough on people, but I'm soft. Um, I, I used to be like, man, I wish I could be like those tough women that go through stuff and don't cry all the time. And this is that. And I realized like, that's one of my superpowers. Like I cry with my clients all the time and it helps them see that like you can be tough and you can still be very, very in touch with your emotions. And so some of these things that you're beating yourself up about that you think are just the worst thing ever, if you can learn to hone and harness that power like Jean Grey from X-Men, right? If you could just take your superpowers and, and divert the, or divert and just like position them on things that, that matter, that would be your superpower, but instead you're looking at it through all the negative attributes that it brings to you, but you need to reframe, reframe your insecurities, reframe the things that you think are what makes you not great because they're actually what makes you very great. And last but not least, and I could go on so many different ways on the reasons why you guys struggle to step into this new version of yourself, but um, anxiety, 
Now, I can't speak too much on anxiety because I've learned that I have been functioning with low level, like chronic anxiety for my whole life. And that's why, like, when I see people freaking out about stuff, I'm, I've, I've, the trauma <laughs> from childhood has just been like a way of life. So, like, when life is not crazy, that's when I get stressed out. My first week or two in this apartment, I woke up heart racing. I'm like, am I supposed to be here? Oh my gosh, what if, what if, oh my gosh, what if all my clients quit on me? Oh my God, what if, what if, like I just, I, that, that's when I get anxiety, when things are going well, not when, when too many things are going wrong because I had to learn to, um, again, that goes to the point before, like that was one of my, that I've had more practice at enduring chaos. So things don't shake me up like they would other people. But when they do, if you are someone that struggles with anxiety, again, I want to preface it that I'm no professional in this. Like I, I don't really, I may not have the best advice for you, but when I do get anxious, the biggest thing that I have to do is, is always, I I start breathing first of all, because I'm very physiologically like in touch with my body and what your body should be doing. And when your heart rate is elevated and your stress response is on, you you don't want to be there. So the first thing you can do, even if you can't bring your mind back to reality, you can, you can trick your nervous system into thinking you're calm by doing controlled rhythmic breathing. And I've made a YouTube video on this and I post it to my clients all of the time. And I still hear the same people come back and talk about how stressed they are. And I'm like, how are you handling your stress? I don't know. I'm just eating. I'm like, have you practiced breathing? They think breathing's done. I thought breathing was dumb too. But guess what? This girl who used to have to say hi just to work, who would be taking her pen, walking through the restaurant, hitting her pen to deal with her stress or drinking. And this part, like I learned how to breathe to calm myself down. So if I can do it, you can do it. If you want to know more about rhythmic breathing or 557 breathing or uaji, am I saying it right? Breathing, breath work to calm your nervous system down, DM me. But it's real. It's science. When you're when you're losing it, when your heart rate is elevated, you have to breathe in such a way. Like when your heart rate's elevated, elevated, you're, you're breathing very quickly like this and your body thinks that something's wrong. And so in order for you to bring your, your stress levels down in order for your heart rate to normalize, you have to breathe calmly and slowly because what this does is it tells your body, she's fine now. Everything's fine. And sometimes it's hard to tell our brain that, but if you can trick your nervous system into that, your brain would be like, what? Every, the heart's not racing anymore. We're good. We're good. I guess we're good. She said, we're good. But you're not going to learn stuff like this if you don't spend enough time with yourself and some of you just don't spend enough time with yourself. There's never a moment when you're not on your phone. There's never a moment when you're not on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. There's never a moment where you're not talking on the phone to someone. There's never a moment when you're just alone with yourself, listening to your thoughts, listening to yourself and getting to know yourself. If you don't do that, how the hell are you going to take this person to the next level, stepping into your inner badass if you don't even know her? How how are you going to do that? How are you going to bring somebody out of somewhere that oh, somebody called on Instagram, messed up my video. But how are you going to bring somebody to a, to a higher place that you don't even know? So ladies, fellas that are listening, if you're trying to make changes, look at, look at some of these things that, that we've talked about that may be what's holding you back. Um, I want to throw this bonus one in here because I think that this is really important just as a behavior change coach. Um, 
when you are taking negative things out of your life, whether it's a friendship, whether it's food, whether it is smoking, you have to be able to, you got to have something to fill that void because now there's just a gaping hole in your life where something played a big role in it. So if you had a friend that used to hang out with all of the time and now you don't hang out with them anymore because you've changed your lifestyle and your habits, you better be surrounded around other people whose lifestyle and habits match up what you're trying to do or else you're going to feel very alone and without support. If you used to smoke, like I used to smoke uh, Newports and Black and Milds, I couldn't just quit cold turkey. So what did I do? I started with with sunflower seeds because this is an addiction right here. Your body has become accustomed to doing this. Oh, on the podcast, you can't see me, but I'm doing the hand to mouth thing. So instead of just quitting cold turkey, I I switch. I, I would I would I, I cut back here and there. And then what I did was I started with the sunflower seeds. And then eventually I just, I I slowed that down and it wasn't a one fell swoop. It didn't happen overnight, but I didn't just cut one habit out and not put something there to replace it. If you used to party all the time and go out and drink and this, this and that, and now all of a sudden you don't, you better have a habit or something that you enjoy doing so that your brain doesn't just flip out on you and self-sabotage and go back to what you know best because you will always go back to what you know best. So if you're trying to step it up, if you're trying to change your life, change your mindset, change your habits and just become better, um, have better health, like you, you can't just take out the things that you enjoy doing before and be like, I'm healthy now. And then that's just that, or I'm better now and just leave it at that. You have to have some sort of replacement, something to fill that void in your life. So at the end of the day, You have to get to the root of the problem. Maybe it was one of the ones that I mentioned before. Maybe it wasn't. But if you're having trouble creating change, instead of just, I'm bad at this, or I can't lose weight, or I can't stick to this, or whatever, figure out why. Why is it that I binge to distract myself from my problems? Why can't I deal with it? Does it hurt that much? What am I afraid will happen if I face my problems? Why is my first instinct to binge eat or order DoorDash or go get food? Why is that like a freaking, like an instinct? Why? Maybe it's from childhood. One of of my clients, we realized the other day, she's so inclined to eat junk food. And I was like, we just got, I kept asking why until we got to the point where she's like, that's all I ever had in my house growing up. So as an adult, it's very hard for her to transition to this like healthy eating because as a kid, this is all she knew. So it is going to take some rewiring and, and some work. It's not going to happen overnight. Ask yourself, why am I on a new diet every single year? Why do I have a hard time sticking to things? And most of all, why don't I see things through? Because this whole stepping your game up, it's not a, it's not a one and done thing. It's not a temporary thing. It's not something that happens overnight. And if you're not committed to the long haul, if you're not committed to seeing this thing through, you may want to ask yourself, like, why is that? Why do I give up on myself? Why why don't I believe I'm worth this commitment? Why don't I believe I'm worth this change? So guys, I hope that you got some value from this. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Once again, my name is Coach Bonnie, and I'm the host of the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm also the owner of Body by Bonds LLC, which does fitness coaching, life coaching, and mindset coaching. If you are looking for a little extra support on your fitness journey, and you're like, Bonnie, I'm not ready to have a coach, or I don't have money, that's fine. Join my Facebook group, Boss Up Fitness Community. Find us on Facebook. We would love to have you there. Uh, If you are like, hey, I'm actually looking to, to make some changes, and you 
you want to know what it's like to work with me as your personal coach, shoot me a DM and we can discuss whether or not we'd be a good fit together and we can go from there. If you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, do me a favor and screenshot this, tag me in your story, Body by Bonds, and I want to give you a shout out. I appreciate all of your support, guys. I love just seeing you guys like getting messages from people like I listen to your podcast and I'm writing my goals down every day now, or I listen to your podcast or I listen to your lives and now I'm exercising again. Like I love to see it. You don't just have to be a client for me to be happy to want to see you win. So have an amazing day. I will see you guys tomorrow at 930. Have the best day of your entire beautiful lives. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are bold and you can do everything you put your mind to. Okay, bye.